Hey, what's up? Welcome back for another Ripe Reviews. And uh, the the whole crew's here. Myself. Hi, Sean's here. Um, I don't have a, a, a joke for this introduction. So <laughs> slightly off guard. But just wait, I've got a zinger in the wings. And I just said myself, like, like if somebody just came upon this and they're like, who the fuck's that asshole? Just like, oh my... Who the fuck's that guy? It's just like, oh, of course, me, obviously. <laughs> it's me, it's me, Joel Escola. How you doing? Yeah, so uh, if you haven't listened to the first Ripe Reviews, we did uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, and this is kind of like our our show to do like new releases that had come out in, in like a condensed format. So uh, so yeah, today we're talking about the Mortal Kombat movie from 2021, guys. Yay! <laughs> you guys, you guys want to hear a joke? Cole Young. Man. Oh boy. Well, we were trying, just in case people hadn't heard that uh, Godzilla Kong uh, review whatever uh no spoilers in the first half it's just gonna be general uh feelings on the film so let's try to keep that in mind and then we'll have a break at some point to uh really just delve into this movie but uh yeah cole young yeah yeah possibly a joke (laughs) we'll get to him (laughs) i guess uh i guess let's all just go around and, and give our first impressions without you know the spoiler shit um i loved it but Loved it. Hang on. Hold on. Wow, that's not what you said the other day. <laughs> I no, I, I I did love it. However, I can't think of a like a more mainstream fucking terrible movie that I've loved this much in a long time. Might be one of the few where I'm like, that was dreadful, but I loved every minute of it. I, I don't think it was <laughs> dreadful. Is probably too mean. It's it's like wow, this is a fucking mess. But well, wait yeah. until you hear what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard people compare this to Godzilla vs. Kong, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me whatsoever. Like, it's like apples and oranges. No, no. Also, and the funny thing is, like, I'll say, like, yeah, it's awful. I also loved it. And also, everything Sean's probably going to say, I'm going to go, yup. Yeah. (laughs) Yup. Dan Aykroyd's back. He's going to be yup, yupping. Yup. Yup. It was... Okay, so I got home super... Or I started watching it super late. Uh, I was supposed to go see it in the theaters, and I didn't because I had I just had a shit ton of stuff to do. So uh, I ended up late watching it like late Friday night when it dropped, um, and I fell asleep watching it. To be perfectly honest, uh, and then I finished it the the next morning. Um, I wasn't, sh- I kind of didn't know how to feel about it, so I had to watch it again. <laughs> so- can I can I put something in perspective for you to compare it to what you just said? It was the second thing I did the day I watched it. Um, cause I was up super early and I watched Falcon Winter Soldier and sat down and watched that at like nine in the morning or something. So I was like, all right, cool. With a cup of coffee. I was like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I watched it again on Sunday. So the, my first impression was like, ah, I'm just not, I'm just not into it. So the, you know, again, we'll get into the spoilery parts of it, but like, it just, it feels very like uneven and I, I like, I, I kind of get where that, what they're going for. Um, it's also the thing of like, I keep hearing this and we can, and again, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but, uh, Connor brought it up too. And I've been hearing it over and over again. Like, oh, this is supposed to be the first film in five, like a five movie series. Like, I don't know if I want five fucking Mortal Kombat movies of this caliber. Like, I I don't know if we needed that. And also you should never set out 
to make a fucking film like that. Like, yeah, if this one does good, then we'll do other ones. And it's like, no, just make this one the one. The, right? Like the best you can. Yeah, just make it the best you can. There was no reason to do what they did. Are you telling me Warner Brothers doesn't have a history of just trying to attempt a slam dunk in one shot without developing universe first? Let me fucking tell you something. James <laughs> Wan is attached to this, okay? So I don't want to hear no bullshit from... I, I, th- it, none of that holds water because the man can make a competent film. He's producing on it. I understand he didn't direct it, but he has a lot of say. You know what I mean? Thank God he's got The Conjuring 3 coming out this year because... Uh, yeah, I did not like this movie. Uh, I don't. I can't even really say why until we get into spoilers. I guess like exactly. I guess just like l- real low hanging fruit. I I'll, I guess I'll kind of kick it off. Uh, the acting in this movie is very uneven, which I guess is kind of a theme in this series as a whole. I mean, even going back to the first film and especially Annihilation. But like you have characters like Kano. I feel like actually, even though I hate the way his character was handled, I think the guy that plays him did a really good job. Oh, he's great. He's a he's a great Kano. But the, yeah, exactly. The way what they did with him was shit. He carried the whole movie. You're yeah. kidding me? Oh, Every yeah. second he's on screen, you're like, yes. Yeah, but that's not a good thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> you and know? like the the guy that plays uh, Cole, the the one creative character, let's call them, uh, in this movie, I think is actually like. Not a bad actor. No. He actually seems like he actually knows martial arts. He's a fine actor. The character is just so bland and, and just, if it literally, I mean, I'm joking about calling it a creative character, but it literally feels like you went into, like, the creator wrestler and fucking gave this guy, like, superpowers <laughs> at, at, off of fucking move list. That, and, like, there's, man, he's a, like, a subject in of itself, too, because, and that's for spoiler stuff, like, so I'm just dancing around it, but, like, man, Cole is a big unintentional black eye that I kind of feel really bad about because I'm like, this was supposed to be, like, your guy. <laughs> well, yeah. and you know what? I was talking to uh, Tony from Hack the Movies and Kieran uh, for, from uh, Cinemasker, who is joining us in that Street Fighter episode at the end of this week as of this uh, recording. Yeah, don't miss that one. Uh, and they both were not fans of it, but uh, speaking about the creator character thing, uh, Tony and Kieran had uh, suggested that idea and just saying it's just like... You know, we'll talk about, you know, because basically I don't think this is a huge spoiler, but like the way they get, pa- I mean, we'll go into how this works in the movie and the yeah. spoilers, but basically they don't just have powers. Like they have to earn them in this movie. Uh, unlock them like your fucking chi or some shit. Arcana, right. what the fuck's it called? Ar- whatever. Uh, I man, You got to manifest your powers, Joe. I, I don't know. I don't need it. I don't, and I don't need that. We spend too much time doing that shit. Right. But it's like, it feels like. Cole's power is just like this arbitrary bullshit that is just like plot convenience attached to his body. It is literal plot armor, okay? <laughs> it is actual, <laughs> physical, Straight tangible, up. on screen. You can see it, you can hear it. Plot armor, okay? It's the only little literal reason he survives Mortal Kombat TM. Yes, and he feels very fan fictiony because of that. Yeah, uh, right. wasn't there another character with Tonfas at one point in the series? I thought it was Rico or Raiko, however you fucking say that. Well, Raiko's in this movie. He's that. Yes, we'll get we'll get to his ass. That dude with the big fucking hammer. Uh, former wrestler, by the way. 
That is Nathan Jones, everybody. Also from Mad Max, Fury Road, and The Protector. Yeah, he was the uh, guy in Fury Road that was like, oh, I had a little brother. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Scabrous Scrotus. He's the one who uh, who uh, Nux kills at the end when he flips a truck over. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else we could really talk about without going to spoilers. I guess the music? I thought the music was okay. I kind of like that they kind of stuck the, the MK original theme in there, you know, throughout. It didn't feel forced or anything. No, I, actually, I, I totally agree. Uh, when it did pop up at the end during uh, the climax, I was like, okay, you're making this uh, noticeably cooler just by doing that. Uh, my big thing, honestly, to tell you the truth, the fucking choreography is not great. It's not no. as good as I thought it was, it, or I thought it was going to be, or should have been. I couldn't believe, and, and maybe it's the way that it's shot, but man, especially <laughs> just watching Mortal, like the '95 Mortal Kombat, and all of the yes. the uh, Robin Shue headed uh, choreography in that, that shit still blows my mind. And we were we were so like taken aback when we talked about to go check it out, Mortal Kombat four four seven Mortal Kombat 1995. But in this, there's a handful of cool shit. But for the most part, the fights are just whatever. So, like, there's a distinct, like, skill difference between a certain group of people versus another group of people in this movie. Because, like, yeah. there's some intelligent pairings. They're very obvious. And there are ones that aren't. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I, I guess we could kind of run down who's in this movie. I don't think that's a huge spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> the list of names in this movie I is know, it's, shocking. It's, <laughs> they have, obviously, you have Raiden, who's barely in it. Yeah, uh, and Shang Tsung, was, who's barely in it. Uh, there's a lot of characters that are barely in it. Like, well, we'll get to it, but I, could, I couldn't believe how little Scorpion was in this movie. <laughs> uh, Sub-Zero... Uh, Cole Young, if you even want to count him. Sonya Jax... Um, Liu Kang, Kang Lao, we had we had fucking Natara yeah. of all characters. Uh Reiko, which we mentioned, who's you know, him and Natara are kind of from the later games. And uh Cabal, I think, and Goro, and Goro. Yeah. And I think that might and be Reptile. all of them. Oh yeah, Reptile. Oh yeah, fuck. I forgot he was even in it. Reptile question mark. I mean it is supposed to be Reptile, but yeah, yeah it's a different take on the character for sure. And 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 what might be a tease for a whole brand new set of themed characters. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but that's who's in it. It's it's most of the the I was gonna say most of the first games cast, but not even. It's like a weird selection from like each of the first four games, maybe. Or it's bizarre who they chose. Reiko, yeah, Reiko is like wow. He is from MK4 and probably only MK4 because I think he's in like two games he's diet shao khan dude like he might have been in deception or one of the gamecube ones when they had like maybe every character uh, armageddon definitely but before right. that i'm almost positive it was mortal kombat 4 and like he's sucks he sucks <laughs> he's a character who was abandoned because they were like look he's actually shao khan they were like no actually fuck that he's nobody and Shao Kahn is Shao Kahn. He's right. not even the fucking keystone light of Khans, dude. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So what is this Natara story? You might as well just break it down now. Natara's the fucking vampire woman, by the way, who was only in one fucking game, right? Uh, she was in Deadly Alliance and then popped up again in Armageddon. That was it. Deadly Alliance is a weird roster. So Natara was like a red flag for me because... <laughs> a Here's the thing. No... A script popped up like two or three years ago that included shit like Cole Young, Sonya being an archaeologist. Hey, if you, <sighs> you edited this movie a certain way, Sonya might look like an archaeologist. 
Uh, yeah. Included Natara, um, Kano, and uh, I think other like usage of these characters. People fucking hated it. And then it was quickly swept in the rug and, and decried as a fake. <laughs> Tell me why then three years later, this movie comes out and has all of that shit in it, minus a few details. Connor, Connor had showed us this fucking script, too, by the way. And uh, I didn't want to believe it, but it turns out a lot of the shit is <laughs> they <Yeah>. kept. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. This is just like that time when Ghostbusters 2016 was coming out. And like a year prior... <laughs> Some asshole working at, like, the studio leaked the entire movie, and, and me and Joe were reading this, and we're like, this can't be the real fucking movie. And then it was! I remember my fucking jaw being on the ground when we were reading it. We're like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, well, we'll return to that at a later date, maybe. We shall. Uh, <laughs> but uh, unless you guys got anything else, I kind of want to just talk about this fucking movie in full. Yeah, let's let's cut this fucking thing open. Let's just do it. Just the last thing is, I don't, I don't, I didn't hate this. I definitely didn't love it. It was the most, it was like aggressively middling for me. Um, and that's, and that's, yeah. So, um, if you don't want spoilers, uh, get the fuck out. If you do, <laughs> stay tuned. Here we go. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> why? Why? Oh, fucking why? Is this movie <laughs> called Mortal Kombat if they're not gonna have a fucking Mortal Kombat tournament in it? I love that this movie is about Mortal Kombat not happening. What the fuck? Who was like? Who was like? Because uh, uh, hold on, I have to like compose myself for a second because like Shang Tsung is just like. We're going to have a combat before the tournament and we're going to kill all the champions or whatever because we're going to cheat. And I'm like, wouldn't that immediately fucking forfeit Outworld in the fucking tournament? Yeah. Yes. Right. That, counts as, that counts as aggression towards another realm, which is like, I'm pretty sure is one of the rules of Mortal Kombat. That's, that's why we have the tournament. That's why the tournament exists. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that the plot of this movie can be summed up as Shang Tsung going, hey, Fuck, fuck you. you. And then Raiden going, no, how about fuck you? And, and that's it. Shang Tsung even says, he's like, oh, we never won one of these fair anyway. And it's just like, okay, is that supposed to be the throwaway fucking line that makes this okay? Shang Tsung is four hours overtime, okay? Uh, like on, on his last shift before his weekend, he is fucking done with everybody, as is Raiden, by the way. Raiden is tired of everybody's shit. I would disagree with that. Raiden doesn't do jack diddly shit this movie. He sits on his fucking ass not doing anything. Well, he bullies Cole. That's the best thing he does. Uh, That's he, it! Uh, 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 and he teleports <laughs> a Cole's ancestor, I guess, a fucking baby to, I guess, somewhere. Joe, you're Joe, your reactions. Because because the whole beginning of the movie is fucking dope. Like, I was well, like... Well, that's how they got you. They showed that in the preview. Here, watch the first ten minutes. Don't you love it? Isn't it cool? It's Scorpion vs. Sub-Zero. I was very sneaky. I was so, like... I was like, oh my god, this fucking rules. We get the fucking, uh, the Lin Kuei and the Shira Ryu fucking... Do we? Do no. we? Yes. They just get mentioned twice in the whole movie. There's no explanation of what... Like, if you don't know any of this lore... Dude, the fuck are you talking about, man? It's that the opening of the movie I'm talking about. Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight each other. and I know. I, I get where you're going with that. I'm saying is they don't explain the Shirai Ryu or the Lin Kuei at all. There's just a throwaway line. Both of you are, cor both of you are correct. Well, right, but it's... My, my point of it was... I thought they were going to go 
deeper into it. Like, oh, oh, we're setting it up. And it's like, oh, well, what is this feud between Sub-Zero oh, and Scorpion? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the Lin Kuei, yeah. who's that? And it, the Shira Ryu, who's that? And it's like, oh, he fucking killed his his, do- uh, his son and his wife. Right. He's going to get fucking revenge, dude. And it's like, oh, that's Sub-Zero. This is, here we go. Oh, there's fucking Raiden. He's going to get the baby or whatever. And then we smash cut to Cole and we never fucking hear a- anything about it again until the last 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah. We we also like for no reason that I can can I, that I can think of in this movie, uh, Scorpion just turns to dust uh, in a, in a charred puddle, and uh, then he disappears for ninety minutes. I think someone in the movie says like he's immediately claimed by the Nether Realm because of his anger or something like that, or it's implied that his his what? hatred immediately sends him down to like the Nether Realm. Uh, okay, I. I, I... I don't buy that at all. I just think that is such bullshit. The thing is, the thing is, if you're new to this shit, like, you can see this as, like, oh, this is very clearly setting up some kind of revenge plot, but then there's all this, like, mystical shit on top of it. We're like, I don't know what that means. I just understand this at a very, very basic level. Yeah. And so they're going to be confused by a lot of this shit. But if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, you're sitting there, you're gobbling this garbage up because you're like, holy crap, there's this and that and that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, right. it's less aggressive member berries, I guess, is, like, what it is. I, I I guess, but I I am I am the person that is sitting here taking myself out of like the Mortal Kombat. Like I know all this shit. I know like what they're talking about. I'm trying to like remove myself from that. Oh sure. And I'm just thinking if you're just coming into this movie because you're like, oh the trailer looked cool. I kind of know what Mortal Kombat is. And you watch this movie, you are gonna be you're either a moron and you're just like, oh yeah, this is cool. It's there's it's got gore. Yeah. Or you're or you're like. What the fuck is happening? What are they talking about? Who the fuck is who the fuck is Goro? What what, like what the fuck is Shang Tsung even supposed to be doing? Yeah, that's the other thing too. Also, just real quick, I I just want to put the fucking needle back real quick. Um, you know, like we were like you just said about fucking Scorpion getting like sucked down into into hell. It's okay that he doesn't like make a deal. With well, I think, I'm pretty sure he make makes a deal with Quan Chi. Doesn't he to fucking become a, a... It, Quan Chi eh. seeks him out in, the, in. It depends on here's the problem. It's in four. That's the thing. It's retroactive. <laughs> okay. Here's, well, th- there's also like there's also various like approaches to this part of the lore you can go from like because sure it changes every like every time there's like a, a console cycle like you know with new tech and new writers and new whatever like things get altered so. In one way or the other, Quan Chi and Scorpion meet in the underworld, and Quan Chi's like, hey, I hear you're pissed. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, so here's my thing, too. Like, he goes to hell and becomes a wraith, but doesn't show up for centuries. Exactly. Why? You're telling me Sub-Zero didn't kill a bunch of this other... Uh, a bunch of his other fucking ancestors in the, the 500 years that he's been alive for, uh, yeah. for reasons unexplained. I think he did. I, I think he, he thought he did. And he's like, this motherfucker, I'm pissed. At least that's how I took it. And I thought I think that's hilarious. Well, right, because they hide the baby, right? Uh, sure. But Sub-Zero in this movie is just like, he should, he's, that's the other thing. He should immediately recognize him and just fucking want to murk this dude. Right. He's got no object permanence. It's the second out of sight, out of mind kind of shit. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where he should be telling Shang Tsung, like, that's the fucking descendant of of uh, uh, Hasashi Hanzo. I need to go kill. I need to kill that motherfucker. Not I'm going to go fuck with Jax or I'm going to go fuck with this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Here, here's the problem with that. Cole's mediocrity is so convincing <laughs> that you would expect Sub-Zero to to 
casually overlook his entire existence. You can't be a you can't be a Hanzo because and because I believe that Cole is such a fucking putt so much yeah. that that just worked for me. I was like, oh yeah, he just didn't know who he was because look at Cole. I just think it's dumb. My thing, too, is, like, I mean, I just think the scorpion randomly turning into dust. Like, you're right. I guess the audience can kind of infer a lot of things there. Sure. I still think I was stupid, but sure. My main my main problem with it is that Cole, throughout the entire movie, for no explanation, keeps having these visions of Scorpion in this wraith form with just this, like, red smoke around him. It's never explained. And then, like, at the end of the movie, like, in the final confrontation against Sub-Zero, he's getting his ass kicked because he's more concerned about his wife who's frozen, which, okay, fair enough. Sure. But, like, then he has, like, the spear, and then Sub-Zero touches it, and that activates Scorpion to return from hell? Uh, who, I, I don't, that's the thing, too. Was, was it just purely coincidence? Like, was Scorpion ready at that point? Like, right. I don't get it. It might have been, like, a, like, I mean, he's in hell. I'm, I'm imagining he's not, like, omnipotent, so maybe he does need, like, I don't know, a pager of some kind. Like a blood <laughs> sacrifice? I thought because, because, okay, so Cole's got the, uh, 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 Hashashi Hanzo's fucking, um, spear from like in the beginning of the movie right and he grabs it and like cuts himself with it question mark and i i guess that triggers it because then it fucking lights on fire and sub-zero's like oh that's hanzo's uh, spearhead he goes to stab behan with it and he catches it and he's like you have this yeah and that's when scorpion shows up so i don't know maybe he has because well, i think raiden must give it to him at one point but i don't remember yeah. raiden does give it to him he's like hey here you go here's scorpion spear uh don't fuck it up hey <laughs> <laughs> I just like on one hand I like the idea that they kept that rivalry going but it's just like cool. it's literally just bookends the movie and it's just like like the first scene is awesome but the like the last one is just like hey this this main character that we're building up the entire time who literally killed Goro by the way uh, um wh- why <laughs> we yeah, I love how you just throw that in there nonchalantly well I'm gonna go back to it I'm just saying like well yeah the movie right um, but it's just that thing where it's like, oh, he can't be Sub-Zero on his own, so let's get Scorpion, because that's the thing from the game, and then he, they beat him together, and it's like... Oh, well, well, Cole is a prop in that fight. Cole is there so he can catch the chain and throw it another way, so then Scorpion do more damage. <laughs> Cole catches Sub-Zero only to throw him in the air so Scorpion can deck him. Like, <laughs> why, oh, why does he... They go on about, Dad, use the uppercut. Dad, use the uppercut. Dad, use the uppercut. Why does this motherfucker not uppercut Scorpion's fucking, or uh, Sub-Zero's fucking head off? I don't know. It's, uh, it's right there. It's for the fucking taking. They've been talking about this uppercut for 90 fucking minutes, and he doesn't kill anybody with it. Here's a better fucking question. Why isn't he just fucking Scorpion? Well, there you go. Or, yeah, right, like he t- picked up the mantle or something. Yeah, like, why didn't he just become Scorpion, you mean? Like, why wasn't he just a vessel for him? Y- yeah, why didn't he just become Scorpion, like that would inherit- make him. That would make him immediately more interesting, and right? the fact that like he's just there to stand there, like kind of all like here's here's the problem. Cole feels like a self-inserted fan fiction character. He feels like right. someone who wants to live in the Mortal Kombat world. So they they wrote themselves into this like really awkward and forced position. Either that, or like whoever wrote this movie knows a guy exactly like Cole and fucking hates him. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Because here I'm gonna show you. Here's the better scene. You ready? Cole's the only one who can't unlock his fucking arcana or whatever the fuck they call it. And he's getting his fucking ass handed to him by Bihan. 
And then Bihan has some fucking, you know, dope line. He drops like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sever your bloodline, whatever. And then he's just about to kill Cole and Cole fucking lights on fire. Yeah. Better idea. He just fucking kills Cole and Cole comes back to life as Scorpion. (laughs) He just lights on fire and then just has the whole fucking outfit and everything. And then, and then that's just so much more satisfying than like, Oh, hey, hey, uh, great, 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 grandson. I'm here for five minutes to help you, whatever, fight my mortal enemy. But I've said this all in Japanese, so you don't understand what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, Cole speaks Japanese or understands Japanese, too, yeah. He just nods. He's like, yep. Who the fuck are the Shirai Ryu? Well, that's what I was thinking, and I knew who they were. Um, The Powers. Yeah. Okay, so he gets like that literal, like Connor put it, plot armor with with apparently like tomfas that come out from under his arms, but he can make them be blades if he wants. Yeah, and they're all derived from like a bracelet that his daughter made him. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That is even dumber. It's like an artifact all of a sudden. Yeah, there's something to it in the fact that it almost feels unintentionally character driven where it's like, Cole doesn't know how to press block, so his power is like, here's some fucking armor, for God's sake. Well, here's the thing with that, too. The way that they animate it, like, when he gets punched by Goro, because that's the scene, he's fighting Goro. What is he, Black Panther? Almost. There's no payoff. Well, right. That's what I was thinking they were going to do, where it has, like, some kind of energy consumption where it powers him up when he gets hit. Yeah, exactly. Instead, he just uppercuts Goro and then he slices his throat and he dies. He cuts his hand off too, which is kind of cool. There's no payoff to that. Well, for, oh, he also fucking disembowels him. Okay, let's not forget. <laughs> right, that's I, what it was. I, I like when he breaks his arm. I thought that was cool. But the thing is, like, nothing makes Cole special except his armor now. And by the way, Goro beats the fuck out of him. He should be dead. You know what would make me f- care about Cole? Like, just a fraction more in the sequence. Like, his wife runs up and hits Goro with a fucking axe, which, first of all, kudos to that woman, okay? Yeah. She saw a four-armed yeah. demon in her driveway and was like, fuck this. Um, <laughs> if, like, Goro, like, fucking smacked her away real hard, didn't kill her, but, like, obviously fucked her up, and Cole went ape shit on Goro? Sure. Suddenly, I have emotional investment in that moment, because, like, I don't know, if a four-armed, you know, fucking dragon man crippled my wife, I would probably poke his eyes out. Like, Here, Here's the thing, though. I want to talk about the powers, but let's just talk about this Goro scene first. He 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 shouldn't he shouldn't be fighting Goro anyway, but that's besides the point. Right. Cuz it's that thing where it's like if you Goro is supposed to be this powerhouse character and that's why in the first movie, even though it doesn't always look perfect, like they did a great job with the animatronic and making him that intimidating presence. I was again, maybe I hyped myself up too much. I don't know. I was really trying not to get hyped, but like that, that last trailer and just the way that some of the animation was looking in those trailers I kind of bought into it. Like, I was waiting for Goro to body somebody. Like, I wanted to see him, like, rip somebody's fucking arms off and smash their head like he does in the video game. You don't get any of that. I thought, I, I, you know what I kept thinking uh, at, when he showed up? I was like, okay, this isn't Goro. This is just a fucking Shokan. You know sure. what I mean? And, like, that would have made more sense. I mean, when you see the trailer, you're sitting there just assuming that it's part of the tournament and he's in Goro's lair fighting him, but no. If Cole killed... Kintaro, Shiva, Motaro, one of the other big, like, like heavies yeah, that, right. like, yeah, you know, didn't really have, like, like, Shiva's one thing, but Kintaro's like, ah, eh, yeah, it's Tiger Goro, whatever. Like, I what? love Kintaro. <laughs> I love Kintaro, too, but, like, I would be less... He's actually more powerful than Goro, but, side note, anyway. Yeah, but I think, the like, it stings less when it's Kintaro, because you're like, sure. I don't know, whatever. And you know what would have been <laughs> fucking cool? 
Kintaro. That would have blew me away. Yeah. I would have been like, what? But Goro is the one from the original, and he's more well-known, so that's why they have him in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, or even, I don't know, do a cool Motaro, because, like, the last one we got it wasn't. <laughs> no, yeah, that would have been fucking cool. Well, that that's going to be in the fourth movie, Connor. Don't worry. Oh, I forget. Okay, I'm glad you brought us back to that, because here's a big, glaring issue I saw with this movie, the way it's structured. They did the same fuck-up they did with Batman vs. Superman. They thought they could do Avengers in one fucking movie. They did this like a team-up movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, why is it like that? Why is this like Avengers? Again, why are they hanging out with fucking Kano? Yep. Uh, why is Liu wait. Kang not the main character? <laughs> why is he just some stooge in the background that fights Cabal? Why, at the end of this movie, do do <laughs> are we gonna go on a fucking adventure? It, it's every to once find every, Johnny Cage, apparently. Yeah, but it's once every few hundred years or some shit, right? Well, they didn't. Well, they didn't have the tournament yet, Joe. They just had the pre-tournament. <laughs> Joe, the tournament hasn't happened yet. Remember? Fuck you. <laughs> they got to get the actual players for the tournament. Dude, cause... dude, let me let me tell you something. As soon as the camera hit that fucking Johnny Cage teaser, my <laughs> brain just played the Avengers theme. Okay, bum 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 bum. As soon as he said, "Oh, I'm going to Hollywood," I'm like, "Oh fuck." This movie. I mean, we talked about it on the main show multiple times over the last year. That it's like. There was no publicity about this, basically up until it was about to come out. We were, we, I, I feel like we said it on the show a few times. We don't know if this is going to be good. This is making us nervous. Why the hell haven't they shown anything? And now we thought it was a goof because we were like, it can't come out next month. <laughs> right. There were so many red. Here's the thing. The immediate like marketing dump that was fast and fierce was smart, but super deceptive because in the like the two years leading up to this. There were so many fucking red flags. The first one was that script that they then decried, you know, said it was a fake. And then, like, and then the staggering amount of nothing we got. No pictures, no news, no updates, no production updates, no, no, no behind the scenes news, no costumes, no concept art, nothing uh, from this movie. It was fucking vapor. Right, and you couldn't even really look at COVID because I feel like it was either being developed before that or while, and it was like, you know, they had enough time to work on it in the interim. Right. And think about that for, the, like, another second. That it took two years to make this? No, it didn't. <laughs> no. Fuck no, no, it didn't. Right. Uh, you mentioned Kano before, and I guess I want to, uh, we should talk about him a little bit. Because, like Sean said before, like, he's great, but... Why is he hanging out with the good guys? He also should, like, he is a villain, and he gets continuous, effective dunks on everybody around him throughout most of his screen time. When Sonya walks up to the fighting pit and he goes, fucking whoops, I (laughs) fucking fell over. I'm like, wow, Sonya, go home. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's like an anti-hero in this until the last act. Yeah. Look, it's funny, but he's the leader of the fucking Black Dragon, and he keeps bragging about all the bad shit he did. Why is he fucking with these guys? Sonya should have just shot him in the fucking head and called it a day. Why didn't he murder them all in their sleep, is my point. Well, they had to keep him alive to kill a uh, reptile and rip his heart out, like in the first video game. And Kano's just like chilling. And it's like this woman captured you or whatever and put you in a thing, and now you're fucking drinking her beers and palling around, and I don't right. know what. And then it's just like, why? Why are you helping these people? And okay, so I I, I do want to talk about the powers. I know I mentioned that a couple times. Oh yeah, go now, ahead. But specifically with Kano, that was the one that really pissed me off the most because it's dumb. It made sense in the context of the film, but. 
I was looking forward to fucking Metal Face Kano, because he gets clawed in the face by reptiles, so you're thinking, oh, he's going to get something attached to his face. Yeah. No, he just, oh, you know, he learns from Liu Kang, you got to manifest your powers, and I'm Liu Kang, and I have this dragon fire ability, but really it's just a flame that comes out of my hand, and I use it, I use it to, like, yeah, he, like, uses it to, like, fucking uh, warm people. But, yeah, then Kano activates his randomly in a fit of rage and a laser comes out of his eye. And he's like, oh, look, I got mine first. Durr. So you want to know why I think that happened like this? Because 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 there's four fucking sequels to this. Um, and I said before, I'm pretty sure at the end they tease Revenants. Um, yeah, so they do. I don't see any reason that Kano would not come back from the dead with a big fucking metal plate in his face. Um, maybe with a brand new eye because Sonya stabbed him in the fucking eye <gasps> and I guess we're getting noob Saiba but that's all I really care about I don't want to see Goro come back he's dead that's it well he's gonna come back as Kentaro that would be cool <laughs> that would be fucking rad Revenant Goro but he looks like a tiger um, but yeah so they get that's how they get their powers is they have to train them but the whole thing is they for some reason they stole this idea from Mortal Kombat Annihilation with this fucking tattoo remember the stupid thing in MKA where I hate this tattoo thing dude I couldn't believe that we couldn't get it like we're it's it's been 20 like 25 years since Mortal it's Kombat it's been 25 years since Mortal Kombat came in. and it's still haunting us to this day and it should like I couldn't believe the fucking tattoo shit I was like yeah. why won't you just go away <laughs> why 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 can't you just be, ch- be you want to know why because everybody the, instead of like going out and choosing fighters <laughs> they're just choosing random people with this fucking tattoo right. well the other problem is without this fucking tattoo there's no way that anyone would ever walk up to cole young and go you're really fit for a death match tournament <laughs> i think you're right i think that's why yeah. that it's even implemented <laughs> in the first place and why the fuck <sighs> just real quick it really pissed me off, but like Jax and Sonya are what? History? Are they like are they like Indiana fucking Jones or some shit? How do they know all of this? She's like, yeah, we we killed this guy, or Jax killed this guy and got a tattoo on him, and I've been doing conspiracy theories ever since. That's because in the original script, she was an archaeologist. Fucking shut up. It doesn't work. I I thought that was the dumbest shit, because she was just like, here's the plot dump. Look, Nightwolf. Look. uh, 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 Kotalkan. And if for some reason you haven't seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I mean, you're probably lucky if you haven't seen it. Or listen to our episode on it. Again, go check that out. Episode, uh, season 1, episode 32. Uh, the whole tattoo thing that's in this movie is a riff on that, because in that movie, Raiden and Shao Kahn are fucking brothers, and they both have the Mortal Kombat tattoo. So, like, of all the things to, like, reuse as a plot device, it's just, like, why? Here's a here's a better one. You ready? Here we go. I'm going to write a better scene. So, Jax goes to see Cole, right? And... He's like, get the fuck away from me. Stop wanting to see my tattoo. And Jax is like, okay, fine, or whatever. And then Bihan shows up and starts fucking shit up. And all of a sudden, a big giant bolt of lightning comes and transports Jax and Cole to fucking Raiden's temple with the rest of the motherfucking champions. Yeah. Because why are we sending Liu Kang and, and every, to go collect these people? What are you talking about? <laughs> in, in an oasis, by the way. But you, but he can literally, by the end of the movie, he's transporting people all over the place. Like, why? Which- I, I did think it was kind of hilarious because I feel like we did joke about that. Like, why can't he just do that to anybody? Because, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Raiden, can't you just teleport anybody anywhere? Like, against their volition even? 
Oh, yeah, I can. All right, let's get our one-on-one. Just teleport <laughs> us to the levels in the video game. <laughs> That's what he does. Raiden's like, cool, time to break some rules. Like, yep. why hasn't he been doing this the last 500 fucking years if he could do this? Uh, I Just don't know. transport Shang Tsung to a volcano. Done. You won the tournament. I guess what I'm saying is he should have been the vehicle for the lore dump. So he trans. Oh, yeah. So, so like, if Bihan shows up, starts fucking shit up, uh, transports them to the to the temple, and then, like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, everybody's there, and then they all meet up and then they can have their funny quips or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then Raiden lays down the fucking law like, look, assholes, you've all been chosen for this tournament because you have this stupid tattoo that shouldn't even be part of the plot, but hey, fuck it, you got it. And that's it. There is no, I've been going through pyramids and ancient (laughs) documents in the bottom of a fucking library somewhere at Cambridge or Oxford, the same place where Tolkien found the fucking uh, uh, transcripts for the old history of Europe. Like, what are you talking about? Like, stop it. Yeah. And it's also like the powers are just so random and arbitrary. Like, we, you know, talking about Cole's power and Kano's power and then, like, Jax's power because he gets his arms blown off, like, in all the video games. And then it's like, he gets these... (laughs) <laughs> puny motherfucking like it looks so b- I laughed every time he appeared on screen and tried using them these arms they are hilarious and horrifying at the same time and I was like oh no Jackson has baby arms I hate it baby arms that's what they look like right and then his power is not that he I, I don't know what it would have been I know, I know he has abilities in the game beyond that Um, his power is seen missing okay like I'm convinced <laughs> I'm convinced, like, there's no real or something because they just show him struggling and then slam cut to, uh, like, cybernetics just growing over him. I'm right. like, you're not telling me his power was robot arms. Like, that's not... Yeah, it was, and it's fucking stupid. Okay, two things with that. First of all, Shaolin monks know how to make, like, ancient fucking, I don't know what, and, and uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um automaton fucking technology they like made they made his arms in this temple and then uh, sonya blade gets crushed by a giant piece of fucking statue she should be dead uh but yeah he like lifts it off i guess his his will to lift this thing off and his love for sonya or whatever friendship for her unlocks this bullshit uh okay so i even picked up a, there's a detail where He's like swinging his little, his fucking little baby arms. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When he's doing the punching bag, he's like, and I he's, can't do this. He's. I think it's. I think it's basically implied that like he he, it's not working because he's like these aren't me. But I think given the circumstances, like yes they are. And what I got out of that is like as soon as you accept that's now like part of your body, then they'll become much more useful. So which is actually like kind of a pretty good message sure. when you think about it that way but they don't dwell on it at all yeah and that's just the way my brain connected it like i'm not even saying that's the way it is objectively i, but I think I, you might be right honestly yeah and that's like i was like okay let me do some math real quick in my head because like it was like solve for x like because <laughs> like i i love jackson he's been done dirty in every fucking iteration like this guy's okay but i can't get the fucking image of steve harvey out of my head i can't get the image of jimmy olsen out of my fucking head okay <laughs> oh yeah he's jimmy olsen he's fucking jimmy olsen and i'm watching him say fuck <laughs> I also, uh, I heard that he was, like, mouthing off about how uh, the original Mortal Kombat was was racist because they had Christopher Lambert as Raiden. So, like, I don't know how I feel about this guy to begin with, but sure, he's in know, the movie. I, I don't know shit all about him except the fact that he's Jimmy Olsen and then he's uh, Guardian in the CW Universe and then he's uh, killed in Crisis on Earth X by the Nazi Green Arrow. There you go. There's, oh. there's some lore dump for you. <laughs> You have you, so, okay, so you just extrapolated all that story from his arms into his fucking mecha arms, right? Yeah. 
yeah, but we get all that exposition, and then we go to Outworld, and then you just hear, hey, what's up, dear? I'm Cabal. I used to, <laughs> you know, Kano killed me or whatever, put me in a fucking iron lung. Here's the thing. Uh, he's a Looney Tune. Um, I love him. Like, I love him, and I lo- that fucking design is rad. He that looks is- great so lovingly recreated and then like and then they added details like i don't know what the fuck that piece of shit on the top of his head is but it looks cool (laughs) no it's awesome but how the fuck did it get to outworld is my point (laughs) exactly also the fact like and the way his skin is charred to the point where it's like that's not even skin anymore yeah you're fucked yeah Um, his his character looks great and he and i like his character it's just kind of just like you spent so much time talking about this other bullshit over here and you just kind of were like well there's cabal (laughs) (laughs) my problem with cabal is like i don't know maybe it's a nitpick to most people but it's like cabal is supposed to be like isn't he a good guy well he's supposed to be like mexican Oh, well, I don't care about that. He's a Latino. Like, why has he got a New York accent? Like, he's fucking Luigi Mario. Is he, though? Well, I mean, he he could technically still have, like, a fake accent from uh, being from New York. I, yeah, he could he could totally be Spanish with a New York accent. <laughs> I just thought that was a little silly. Like, you're going out of your way to cast Asian actors in Asian parts. So, with Cabal's, like, alignment, it's... <sighs> the problem is, in MK9, in the new timeline, he was burned by Motar or can- one of the fucking big bosses, and he was part of Special Forces. And then, right. But he was also used to be a Black Dragon Clan member, and then became a cop. But in 11, basically they're like, no, he's been a piece of shit forever. Like, he's always been with Kano or something, and they just disregard the fact that he ever worked with the Special Forces, and he's just a bad guy, like, from start to finish. It's weird. I don't mind, it's just... And, and listen, I, I, I'm nitpicking here about that because you don't even see his face. But uh, I just, I, I actually thought the way they did some of his superpowers was kind of cool in this movie. I, I think, okay, so Cabal is one of the many things that, many, like, decent amount of things in this movie that I think that people put a lot of sincere, loving effort yes. into that, like, should have been acclimated like ever like to other places like i appreciate i appreciate the shit out of a, a like a dreadfully authentic cabal on screen but like i can live without cabal like it's oh yeah so- totally put the effort somewhere else like you can do this later he's one of the best parts of the fucking movie exactly you want me to slow down four years yeah like <laughs> that fucking luke gang fight is great with him yeah it's just still a weird matchup, but, you know, totally. one of the actual better fights in the movie. Uh, Luke Kang also gets his ass kicked this whole movie. Yeah. Again, I guess he's not quite, you know, Robin Shu level. He's got to get to that sequel. They also imply that, like, okay, so Kung Lao dies like we all literally said he would. <laughs> well, that actually looked pretty fucking cool with Shao Kahn sucking his soul out. I thought the effect for that was pretty damn well done. Yeah, I wish they lingered on it longer, but, um... It's great, but there's also no fight. He's just like, okay, I guess I'll suck your soul out. Yeah, man. right. Well, you killed my vampire lady by bone tomahawking her, so... My my beautiful vampire lady that he's... He's simping for Natara, dude. That's a money shot if I ever saw one. Like, that was fantastic. Also, the way it's, like... Because everything happens so fast, Shang Tsung is like, my beautiful vampire, oh shit. And that's one of my favorite <laughs> fatalities. And Kung Lao was fucking great too, by the way. I loved his character in this. Uh, His hat is like, I'm like, it's wow, dope. You, did, you did cap shield, but it can decapitate people. Yeah, but it was, like the, it was so cool for me because Kung Lao is, is one of my favorite characters. He did his fucking hat teleport. I jumped. I was so Dude, happy. When he came out of the fucking ground the first time, that was amazing, yeah. but he never does it again. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, 
after Kung Lao dies, Liu Kang has his hat, which, by the way, if you watch, just magically flies into the portal with him. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Liu Kang has his hat and says, without Kung Lao, we are lost. I'm like, are you, were you implying that Kung Lao was the guy? Yeah. Like, it's so weird. They're, they treat like you, the first Kung Lao. Yeah, like th- there's a lot of respect paid to them, like within the confines of this universe. But again, like it's just there's so much wrong with this movie. It doesn't mean anything. Like Scorpion is put on such a fucking crazy pedestal. Um, uh, well, yeah, you know Kung Lao Sub Zero, man. Oh god, Sub Zero is so fucking cool. <laughs> Sub Zero is great. He's great. But here's the thing too with Scorpion. Like, let's say they do make a sequel. I personally don't think they will based on my reaction to this film but I, I guess i don't know how well it's doing i mean we'll see pretty well uh well okay more power to him make a better film next time again i don't i don't hate this but it's not great so i i just like my thing is like what do you do with scorpion in the next one is like he's either just not in it or it's like oh look sub-zero's back as a wraith now sub uh scorpion's revenge isn't over now he's back <laughs> scorpion's revengeance um <laughs> so he's gonna fight noob cybot is that what's gonna happen that's what i'm saying like what are you going to do with that character otherwise? Because he's basically out of the storyline at the end of this movie. Yeah, this is why I think not having Cole like be basically a secreted away Kwai uh, Liang or something along those lines is a missed opportunity because then you have some kind of like, you know, Bihan comes back as Noob Saibot is going to murder, uh you know, the former Cole Young and Scorpion's like, yeah, not today. Is it just going to be that again? Because that's what happened in this film. <laughs> like, well, it would be, it would be, you know, it's Cole learning how to do fucking cryomancy bullshit. <sighs> no, thanks. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> so what is he just going to become Sub-Zero now? Is that what you're suggesting? Well, no, I'm saying if it was a missed opportunity to not have oh, him oh, oh, be to the do- second oh, Sub-Zero that was basically just hidden away. Right. Well, I'm sure they'll bring it. I'm Sub Zero's brother. You mean just <laughs> like it happened in Annihilation? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Uncle Fester just walks in. But I got a scar on my face. Oh no! Oh, the guy you killed was my brother, by the way. Anyway, here's an ice bridge. <laughs> even I, you know, but it doesn't. Even, that wouldn't even make sense because he'd be like, "Well, I'm the ancestor of Bihan." Yeah, it's I don't know. The, there's also like so they don't explain that Bihan is already a revenant technically because. Like is he? No, they, he's he can't be. He's not alive. Why not? Just because he's five hundred years old, that doesn't mean he's dead. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Either he is. Uh, okay. So it depends on what you're pulling from. Because in the Mortal Kombat, I'm saying take the video games out of the equation entirely. Like you have to. You have to. You have to. Okay. Then you're they're just straight up implying that he is an immortal without giving you any details. Because that is my point. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't play the video games, how do you know what the fuck is happening in this movie? <laughs> exactly, you don't, and that was, and that's what I was getting to. Is like, there's a ve- lot of nebulous, like, uh, like details to the passage of time, and like how Sub Zero is still around despite saying, "Oh, I killed him centuries ago." Yeah, we saw that, and yet here you are, and that was like, like, how did you live so long? Right. Well, te- te- he does. He can be killed. So my thing is like, what is the cryomancy? Does that like keep him alive? Because now his eyes are blue and shit. Like maybe it might just be like how in the in again. This is uh, because it's inspired from the games. Like by by the time like Deadly Lions rolls around, like Sub Zero's arms are frozen and like he has like his skin is turned blue. Like yeah. I think the longer he does it. It does affect his appearance, which, like, sure. you could even say in this movie without even, you know, pulling that from the games. Like, oh, he uses ice magic. And it slows the aging process. Yes. And in the beginning of the movie, when he uses it, it damages his hand. He starts bleeding. So, yeah. you know, it, they show it does have a physical effect on him. Right. Like, he obviously has gotten way better with the technique. I did appreciate that little detail. Right. 
Yeah, that was cool. That was a cool idea. I was like, that would make total sense. Um, You guys got uh, any final thoughts on this or anything else you wanted to mention? There's a couple, just a couple quick things. There's a lot of like nonsensical cursing in this that I just didn't care for. I curse a lot. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Joe, because I know we curse a ton in and off the show, but it just felt like very forced in this movie. It was like, and we got rated R so we could say motherfucker a bunch of times. Yeah, look, it makes sense for Kano and even he's doing a little bit too much, but then you got like Cole's wife and you got Sonya and everybody's motherfucking and fucking all over the place and like it's <laughs> I will say this I did like Jax's line after he kills Reiko he's like oh yeah these motherfuckers work I thought that was actually fine I thought I laughed at that that's fine just use it a little less just use it a little bit more sparingly that's all like it just it, a lot of times because like even the Sonya Blade line where she's like uh Oh, he goes like, you're going to give him a million dollars? He's like, she's like, fuck no, I don't got three million dollars. I live in this shithole. <laughs> and it's like, okay. But uh, like, real, real quick, what do, uh, uh, Reiko's head smash, a 10 out of 10. It was, just, it was oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I mean, listen, all the fatalities, I yeah. feel like were really cool. Like you guys were talking about the Kung Lao fatality look really cool. The Kano heart rip was really cool. Like e- even uh, even Sonya blasted Milena in the chest with her fucking one, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's like that, that, uh, her her power with the the uh, fucking purple, hoops the, the yeah. purple the purple jupes her power she got in the edit yeah. well, right it still looked cool <laughs> yeah like, no it's awesome but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say you know I didn't like the movie but they didn't they got everything wrong like there were certain things obviously that were cool like don't get me wrong I was just about to say you know we said everything that we most of the things we didn't like but like I mean yeah the 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 gore is cool uh the fatalities are neat. I mean, for some people, that that's all they really need. For me, I, I need a lot more than that, but I guess I... I... I don't need a lot more than that, but I feel like... Again, like I said before, the, a, lot of the, a lot of the choreography isn't great, and... Um, and again, like the story is so uneven, it's it's bothersome to me. Like, I know you just... Oh, just shut your brain off, whatever. And it's like, I can't, dude, because like... You know, what we just talked about, about the Scorpion stuff and the Sub-Zero stuff. It's just like, if you're going to fucking do it, just fucking do it. Don't pussyfoot around it. First of all, if you're telling me to shut my brain off and just enjoy it, like, you've got to give my brain a second to shut off before you insert the next silly thing. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I'm sorry, I'm a human being who's going to react to things. And if you keep yeah. assaulting me with, like, questionable thing after questionable thing, I'm not going to I can't turn my brain off. You're forcing me to pay attention to how much of a mess this is. Well, and it's also that thing, like, we mentioned, uh... Kong versus Godzilla, whatever the fuck it's called, Godzilla versus Kong, and it's like that movie. Like you could make an argument that's like a shut your brain off movie, but I feel like the movie, like very early on, established like what kind of movie it was. Like you know, it's it's a silly sci-fi monster movie. Like don't overthink it. This movie teeters, like kind of like what Joe was saying about how the plot's very uneven. It's like super serious scene. Kind of jokey scene, super serious scene, kind of jokey scene. It's like it flip flops way too often for for me at least. I think the biggest problem that my biggest problem with this flick is that it's not 1996, fellas, or 98. No, when the fuck right. did Annihilation come out? Uh, 97. It's not 1997. Okay, we have a lineage of video games and story arcs and characters and and plot points and and ideas to play with here there's no guesswork that needs to happen so so my whole thing is like whereas i'm not i don't give annihilation a pass but like it works with what it has based on mortal kombat 3 
That's it. That's all they have to go on with, like, the lore and all that shit. And they're just kind of shoehorning characters. And, I mean, they don't even go into, like, uh, you know, the cybernetic shit or whatever. Really, I mean, it's there, but, like, they don't, like, go into a deep heavy. No striker. Three reptiles show up for no reason, okay? Like- yeah, yeah, but, like, that's. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I give it, I give it a pass in terms of, like, all right, well, you're just, you can just make up whatever and it be whatever, but, like, we there there's how many fucking years there's almost uh what almost 30 years yeah just about <laughs> well here's the thing too this movie came out after mortal kombat the games have established yeah. themselves as like the guys as far as narrative fighting games go no one does it better than they do right now yeah but when nine came out they made a point to be like this is gonna be the fucking lore now Yes. You know what I mean? They made a hard stance like this is the story because now we have the tech to actually tell the story in a much more captivated, interesting way. So, you know, great excuse to do a new timeline, but keep it mostly the same. Yeah, and, and they did a great job. And I guess that's that's my whole point. Like, that being said, with, with however many years between the first Mortal Kombat movie and even Annihilation... And all of the lore and the stories and the video games and the books and the cartoons, the animated shits, all and, and like the uh, the um, the 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 series, the web series that they had, all of that stuff that you could have just looked at, learned from, and did something different, but also uh, respectful to the to the material and decent. Like, yeah, there is no fucking reason you needed to have that Cole character. No. There's no reason for it at all. There's there's no non-cynical reasons because, like, why is he there in the first place? Oh, it's to explain the world to the audience. Do you not have enough faith in the audience to understand Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat is, look, I love it, and it does have serious elements, but it's silly shit. A lot of it is, is like, it's, it's fun, amusing gobbledygook, but it's not hard to understand because it's all very simple. It's like, it's like weird, mystical, ninja, violent Star Wars. It's all very basic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Give me the fucking goofy. Like Sean just said before, it takes itself a little too seriously. Yes, like with it the, does. With the, with the Arcana fucking... Pa- I think that's what it's called. The Unlockables. It might be, yeah. Whatever. It starts with an A. <laughs> but, like, just have super-powered beings that are already established. Who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, just, just start at the tournament. You have, like, a fight where someone's either getting their ass kicked or fatality. Then you do... It's, it's cliche, but it would work where, hey, I'm Liu Kang. I guess you're wondering how I got here. And then you have, like, a quick <laughs> right. flashback that gets you caught back up. And then you have the rest of the tournament. Even if it has the same characters, let's just say for the sake of argument, you have the same cast. Just just, just do it a little different. Like, again, like maybe you have to excise Cole at that point. Maybe he's the art lean in this fucking movie. Uh... <laughs> He gets killed by Goro. That's a better use of him. If you introduce a guy like Cole into the movie who has a family, you meet his fucking family. You figure out he's he's even related to Scorpion. Maybe Scorpion's sure. also there. And he's like, holy crap, I have a fucking a, a descendant here? That's crazy. And then Cole gets fucking bodied by Goro and everyone's upset because you saw his family and Scorpion can have a reaction to it. Oh my god, Cole suddenly means something because I spent 10 seconds thinking about it. Fuck. I, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> two two big thing or three big things should have happened. One, Raiden should have brought everybody together, the, the defenders of Earthrealm together. Yeah, that's his fucking job. That's what he does. Could have could have saved the guy that got killed by Kano. Yes. Two, 
Cole should have just become fucking Scorpion, okay? Let's let's cut out the whole allure from the video games and have and Hanzo disappears and goes to hell but becomes like a lost soul in hell, right? And then again, uses Cole as like a a vessel via the fucking spear, via the blood on it, whatever way you want to fucking spin it. Have him light on fire, he turns into fucking Scorpion. That would be amazing. You make him what's his face from the Shadow of Mordor games? Uh fucking yes, uh, yes. dude in Calbrimdor. Like it's it's a it's a bonding that's basically permanent because if one leaves the other one they're basically both dead how fucking sick would that have been mm. if he had hanzo's spirit fucking or Hisashi's spirit like uh fused with him right and then he could like split himself and talk to him <laughs> and actually have like you know conflicts oh! and fight but fights behan with like a fucking like like a like a like a like a like a specter scorpion and himself at the same time that would be so dope um let's just keep in mind <laughs> still not as good as have still not as good as if it was just scorpion and not cole young but sure i i agree i'm just saying i'm trying to keep the cole character intact here yeah no yeah the, the, the problem is like there is very somewhere first of all i personally think this movie was butchered by somebody just there's odd edits sure. and continuity errors and stuff like that i noticed yeah. like there was odd there was strange pacing and sometimes like like someone would leap at like I think there was a shot where Sonya jumps at Reptile and then it like cuts and she's just she's traveled like ten feet in no time at all. I was like, wait a second, what just happened? Again, some uh, the choreography is not great. Yeah, but like I think that there was probably like there was probably a better movie in there somewhere. Maybe I don't know. I'd like to think there was the the third the third thing for me was just uh, again. Do the do those three things. Do, do those first two things, and then the rest of the movie should just be the tournament and people fighting. That's all I want. Sure, with little anecdotes in between. Like yeah, that's it. I don't know how you cast Joe Taslim from the Raid and then not watch the Raid and go, "Wow, this movie is nine tenths fighting sequences, but no two fighting sequences are the same." Exactly. Like, that's there is exa- a you seven minute brawl in that movie. Think about you said it scenes you've seen on man. screen. There are usually two to five minutes. This shit is like, it's like almost, I think it's longer than that. It is vicious. And it goes on for an exhausting amount of time to the point where you're, you're not sure who's going to walk out of that fucking room alive. That's what this should have been. Yes. And it never feels like that between anybody fighting. Like, you know, with the exception of, like, you know who's going to die, right? Every fucking fight, you know who's going to walk out. Yeah. Oh, I had, there was no tension as far as, like, who's going to kill who. As soon as Scorpion showed up, I'm like... This is going to end with Scorpion ripping off the, yup, there he goes, breathing yep. fire. Like, <laughs> there it goes. Which looks stupid as shit, but anyway. I think it's fine. It's just, who could give a shit? And Cole's like, who are you? What is the Shirai Ryu? <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm returning to hell. Here's some stuff in Japanese. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't care about my lineage whatsoever or my... Fu- my uh... What is this? Luck of the Irish? Yeah, what is it? I don't care about my heritage. <laughs> I'm an American, damn it! <laughs> but I understand Japanese. So anyway, yeah, I guess I guess we should roll into the the final thoughts. I guess I just said mine. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I just my my final thought. I mean, I pretty much expressed what I had to say. But I'm just this movie is on par with MK Annihilation for me, but for different reasons. Like MK MK Annihilation as a sequel to that first movie is just such a fucking disappointment and it's just a turd of a film. Like it is definitely worse than this movie in a lot of ways. But you at least have like Robin Shu in there and they're at least like trying to have some consistency and like what Joe said, they're basing this off of just the third game, which is some fucking screens at the end of a ladder after you beat arcade mode. 
Uh, this, like, again, to Joe's point, they had almost 30 years of material to pull from, and they used none of it, or next to none of it. And I think that's where it's like, you know, how did you fuck this up again? Uh, and, and that's why I have to, like, kind of rate it like that. Like, I, again, still think overall a more competently made movie. The effects are way better. The gore is better. Uh, the fatalities are cool. But I, I guess that, you know, for some people, again, that maybe that's all they really wanted. But for me, I don't know. I, I, I want a little more than that, and I didn't get that. And it just ended up being very disappointing. And I probably won't return to it for a while. I guess if they actually do make a sequel, I will watch it just out of curiosity but i will be scratching my head probably the entire time i'll watch it but i don't give a shit about the adventures of cole and the fucking the mk avengers i just don't no, give a shit no. and if they're smart they just johnny cage him like they did in annihilation by the second yeah, do, movie like do it up. Shao yeah, Khan shows up he's like hey are you the f- are you the fuckwit who fucked with uh my my dude here shang sung's plan to just kill you i'll just solve this problem real quick yeah um so i said in the beginning I do kind of love this movie. I I do love it. Um, I think it's absurd. Um, I think it's got a lot of bad decisions that were made with good intentions. Um, the problem is, and Arlen put it best, this was made by a filmmaker who doesn't have enough personality as a filmmaker to make a fucking Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Um, and all Arlen the- who, by the way? Arlen Harrow from Phantom Zone and Lost Harrow Podcast. <laughs> that the personality was all brought from the brand. Sub-Zero looks cool. Scorpion looks cool. Kano's fucking cool. Reptile was a... Okay. Um, Goro's there. Uh, <laughs> Poor man's Godzilla is it's, what he it's was. Not, it's not enough, though. You know? Also, uh, this is just a quick thing. I could not stop laughing after Raiden walked up to Cole and said, Hey, you suck. Go home. And Cole was like, You got it. <laughs> And, like, I was like, man, you've cemented that fucking dude as a loser. And that's my biggest problem in this movie is that Cole is the fucking the molten lead-filled piano that is bolted to the ground that is holding this movie back. Yeah, like, he sucks. He sucks. I think Serge, Sergio's, uh, one of our uh, patrons, said it best, like, in Facebook. Like, he's a bum. Like, how is he not divorced? <laughs> like, he's, exactly. he sucks. Like, it's not even, like... And I'm not trying to be mean. Like, it's tragic how much he sucks. Like, someone who wrote that character really passionately dislikes someone in his life that or their life that they know like that because it just it feels too, like... I'm like, he sucks at his chosen career path. Like, he sucks when he's chosen by, you know, his, his fucking mystical ancestry, whatever. And then he just sucks the rest of the movie, does nothing, and then just gets to hang out with a bunch of superpower people. I'm like, he didn't do anything. No. Like... But Sub-Zero and Scorpion love both fights. I think Joe Taslam is, like, doing so much fucking work with just his eyes in this movie. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's great as Sub-Zero. When he catches Scorpion's kunai at the end in the second fight, and he has this look like, you motherfucker, because it's something he did in the first fight. <laughs> but he's doing it with these gigantic fucking blue, uh, you know, contacts in. And the, the mask is accentuating his features. Also, watching get his ass kicked was really satisfying because, like, it's just, I don't know, there's something really cool about seeing Sub-Zero getting his armor chipped off and just ripping the whole fucking helmet piece off. I mean, like, fuck this. Yeah, um, it's dope. Um, I like Scorpion's, like, samurai design. That's fucking rad. Um, Shang Tsung has so little to do. Also, his appearance changes three times. I don't know why. Um, 
I think the inclusion of Reiko was fucking hilarious because what a dumb ass character. We didn't even talk about his stupid. <laughs> I do. Ass. I do appreciate Nathan Jones making the funniest faces every time he was on screen. Like Jax is beating him, he's like, <laughs> he looks like a fucking idiot, dude. I hate. Yeah, him. <laughs> he's he's so dumb. I love it. Uh, but I also love Nathan Jones because he just you can't miss him. You're like, oh, there he is, because um, he's a fucking eight foot tall Australian. Um, I just I I love this movie, but it is very very badly made and there's some weird ass decisions that were made you know during the whole the whole production i don't think it's worse than annihilation i think annihilation comes off as insulting just because the way it was made and released and just the the way it's presented feels like it's just slapping me in the face going like huh here's your fucking mortal Kombat, you fucking nerd um whereas this feels like it was brought by people who had very good intentions and just were like wow well, okay, this is fine. Let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I, I, I'm gonna watch. The thing, the thing about it is, this is a better movie than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But I'm probably not gonna revisit this again until like maybe the second one comes out. But like, I can see myself watching Annihilation again, getting getting liquored up or or whatever, and hanging out with a bunch of friends and watching it and goofing on it. But like. I don't there's not even enough meat here for for that, you know. I I disagree, but I'm also seeing like this movie is hitting with everyone very differently. Um and just from a personal stance like I can't like annihilation is like it's like two drills. I just can't. It's just on the side of my temples. This doesn't yeah. make me feel like I'm being attacked. So I can I can probably watch this any time of the week. Sure. Uh it you know, whatever. It's fine. It's just watching someone swing valiantly. You're like, "Yay! Yeah, good good <laughs> swing. Good job." <laughs> Try harder next time. I'm good. We got you. Got somebody who loved it, somebody who has it right in the middle, and somebody who hated it. So <laughs> you got it from all around. I don't think anybody has a bad point here, and that's why I think this movie is <laughs> fucking fascinating because I haven't heard a single, I haven't heard a single weird, out of place take on it. I'm like, with the exception of a few like really hyperbolic things, but like everyone's like. Yeah, I liked it because of this. I'm like, that makes sense. Like, but I thought this was terrible. I'm like, that also makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so we shall see in Mortal Kombat 2, 2023, or whenever the fuck it's coming at. Age of Ultron. <laughs> Shang Tsung's Revenge. Dawn of Shao Kahn. I hope no one has the same mother's name. Oh, my God. I just want some more fucking cabal, baby. Come back here. Save Movado. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> Movado. Get the fuck out of here. He comes to avenge Natara, right? Save Motaro. Oh, my God. Fuck. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's the ripe review of Mortal Kombat 2021. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you want some more good, bad, and god-awful movie goodness, head over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com and follow us on all of your favorite social media and streaming platforms. You can also head on over to our Patreon page and sign up for the 2 5 or $10 tiers for monthly exclusive content, or drop by our merch store and grab yourself uh, some non-committal swag. Yeah, and for no money at all, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to support your favorite show. You some fucking cave dweller here be twirling his anal beads, taking orders from this wushu wanker who wears a hubcap as a helmet. Now sit down, shut up, and pass me a fucking April.